I was at the gym today and they have this giant chalkboard where you can write down your social media handles and all that jazz. So I wrote down my podcast and the worker there, she saw me write it down. She was like, you should put a heart around that. I was like, fuck yes, I love that. Um, Well, I said that internally. What I actually said, I was like, oh, I was going to put a heart, but I didn't know if that was too extra. She's like, oh no. And so we started talking about my podcast and she's going to listen. If you're listening right now, thanks for tuning in. But I didn't like how I showed up in the conversation. She asked me what it was about and I was kind of being beat around the bush. Like I didn't actually say what I wanted to say and I just didn't show up as confidently as I would have liked. I didn't show up to that conversation in the way that I know I could have. And when I got to my car at first, I wanted to, or I felt the feelings of like a bit of embarrassment, a bit of shame, a bit of like beating myself up because it's like, oh, come on, Alexa, you've worked so hard, what, to not be confident when you're talking about your podcast? And that's where I caught it. I was like, "Mm, no, we don't talk about ourselves this way anymore. Instead, I'm going to be thankful that I have the awareness that I showed up in a conversation in a way that I didn't like and that I can use that to correct and change the way I show up next time so the next time someone asks about my podcast I know I'm going to show up so much more confidently because I'm allowing the situation to be a lesson instead of a moment to feel bad about myself and beat myself up and that is real fucking growth it's not that you're never going to make mistakes it's that you can learn from your mistakes that's where the motherfucking gold is is that awareness that hey I did something I didn't like how can I change it for next time that is the fucking gold guys not trying to be perfect and never making mistakes welcome lovely souls to the you're not fuck podcast hosted by yours truly Alexa fucking Kramer. this is your guide to a deeper embodiment of your soul in order to create and attract a bigger, better, beautiful life that will leave you feeling so fucking fulfilled in your heart. It is time to love the fuck out of yourself. And I can't create this life for you, but I can be a guide along your journey so that you can truly and deeply enjoy your current human experience with so much joy and gratitude. Magic is in the mess. Thus trial and error is your best friend, baby. So let's make some motherfucking magic together. Hello, you beautiful motherfuckers. Welcome to another episode of the You're Not Fuck podcast with yours truly, Alexa fucking Bramer. We are going to dive into today's episode talking about my personal healing journey. Surprise! Okay, but for real, what's actually worked on my healing journey and what is not serving me anymore? That is something to keep in mind while you're on your healing journey is that something that's worked for you for a really long time might suddenly stop working for you. And it doesn't mean that you're not trying hard enough, and it doesn't mean that you suck, and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have done what you did before. It just means that sometimes things change and what you require changes too. And I've been dealing with bloating for almost two years, chronic bloating for two years when I I used to have the opposite problem. I, let's be really fucking candid here, if you're a bit squeamish, you might want not want to listen to this part, but I'm all about being raw, real, and talking about the shit that people don't actually like talking about. Speaking of what I just said, I'm going to be talking about my own shit. So, for a long time, um, I used to be able to control my weight by the amount of exercise I did, by what I ate, and then the trauma started really, really piling up to a certain point that I ended up not being able to gain any weight and this lasted for about five or six years and it got really scary because I had like a pretty uh even 
weight range. Like it was between like, I'd say 110 and 130 and it never went higher and it never went lower. But during those five years, it got to a point where I got under 110 and no matter what I ate, no matter what I did, I could not gain the weight back. And my body was actually starting to shut down because of the malnutrition. And I was very young. I was between like, when did this start? Like 18 to like 18 to 23. And that's a time where your body is pretty resilient and you're still fairly youthful and your body should definitely not be shutting down. And nobody really believed me. They didn't believe that I could be going through that much stress. I could barely like even believe it or comprehend that that's what actually was happening. And it was really, really hard because I just didn't really have a lot of people on my side. Everyone said, well, just quit, quit stressing out. Just stop. And it's like I could stop on the surface level, but because the trauma was so piled up, I had to do a lot of work to truly like reduce the stress because I might not be consciously thinking about it, but just shoving it down doesn't make it go away. It just means that it's in the subconscious. And if you're new here or you're not, most of you may or may not know that the subconscious is what rules our life, not the conscious. It rules like 90% of what we do. Anyways, back to the main story. I'm going to try and not go too much off track here. <sighs> so I struggled with losing weight and being very small for a very long time and got to like a really, really scary weight and kept losing it. And what was happening was that because I was in so much stress and I was constantly, constantly in fight or flight, my body wouldn't digest food and it wouldn't keep it in. And I was literally shitting out everything I ate almost immediately after, like between a minute to five minutes after I'd finished eating. Oh, excuse me. I would seriously be in the bathroom shitting my pants, like diarrhea. Like it would just come out of me every single time I ate, no matter what I ate, whether it was healthy, whether it was unhealthy. Like it was terrible and it was really scary in my body. Like I would be cold in the summers when it was like 30 and my hands would be turning purple. Like my body could not regulate temperature. And it was just, it was absolutely so fucking scary. And then finally, something changed when I went on my Costa Rica trip. And I went, if you listen to my past episode, I actually went on my Costa Rica trip because I was going to kill myself. And I was like, hey, what am I going to do if, like, what's something I want to do before I kill myself? Like, what what would that thing be? And it was like, travel. I want to finally travel. And so I did. And something changed there. There were still a lot of hard parts about it. I even ended up having a travel disaster. But something changed. Something really did change. and. For the first time in five years, I actually started gaining weight, but then the chronic bloating started. And it was because my gut bacteria has been unhealthy for a very long time, even though I've tried so hard to balance it. I've known about the gut, brain, anxiety, nervous system connection for such a long time, and it was so frustrating to have this knowledge and feel like all the work I was doing was not working. And so... For the last two years, almost three now, I think. When did I go to Costa Rica? 2021, it's 2024. Yeah, so for almost three years, I've had chronic bloating every single fucking day. And it is so frustrating. It makes me feel like crap. And so I literally started having the opposite problem I had my entire life. Instead of shitting everything out constantly, I couldn't poop for days, sometimes weeks on end. It was absolutely so, so terrible. And I've been trying, I listened to so much advice and one that was part of the problem, I was over consuming information and there was so much paradoxical information like do keto diet to fix your gut, do vegan diet, do carnivore diet, lion diet, like don't eat this, do eat that. Like there's just so much advice out there 
And But one of the main things is don't eat processed food. But something people forget to tell you is that when your body is used to doing something a certain way for a long time, it takes time to change it. So just because I started introducing and eating a lot of healthy food, at one point that made me feel even fucking worse. Like it felt terrible. And I remember crying over this because it's like I'm making the best decisions and it feels awful. Like it, I don't know how to continue doing this because it feels so, so physically painful. And it was because I was trying to do too fast of a switch while I was still stressed out. And so... I was introducing healthy food, but my gut bacteria was not ready to break it down. It was used to all the crappy food or it was used to, I don't even know because it's changed, but it wasn't used to, it wasn't used to what I was trying to introduce it to. And, oh, that felt good to take a deep breath there. I was talking really fast. Honestly, I've had coffee today and I don't have it very often. So when I do, I'm like, but that's the fun of being on the you're not fucked podcast is we accept all versions of ourselves and we don't have to show up perfectly we just have to show up as we are anyways so i've been dealing with chronic bloating after dealing with losing so much weight that my body was malnutrition malnourished and now chronic bloating i've started to gain weight that's great but again i'm starting to become malnourished because it's all stuck in my body not actually coming out not malnourished sorry i'm keeping toxins in my body and I'm really frustrated because, you know, I'm eating fermented foods. I've cut out a lot of the bad foods. Like I'm doing what on paper looks exceptional. Like on paper, I should have the healthiest gut ever. But I was struggling. I'm having super bad acne, which I've never had before. Like I was having bowel problems. And again, on paper, I was doing everything right. I was cutting out the gluten-free and the dairy-free or well, I was cutting out dairy and gluten and replacing it with healthy stuff, not just the crappy dairy-free and gluten-free alternatives, but really, really genuinely good quality stuff. And on paper, it looked amazing. I was exercising. I was doing yoga and meditation and all of these things and journaling, and it still wasn't working. I was still in hell absolutely hell and chronic bloating and none of my clothes fit and I didn't have a lot of money. So it's like, well, what the fuck do I do? I want this to go away. I don't want to buy a whole new wardrobe just for the problem to go away. And then I have to buy it all again. And I was quite stubborn about it. And so I was finally like, Hey, some, something is not working. I'm doing everything that seems to be right. I'm eating the fermented foods. I'm cutting out the processed foods. I'm fasting. Sometimes I'm not snacking all the time. Like there are so many different things that I tried for a long time. And even after months, it's like, Hey, this is still not getting any better. It's almost getting worse some days. And I finally, finally realized why. It's because I was still doing it all from a place of stress and a place of unworthiness and a place of perfection, perfectionism. That if I didn't, if I didn't eat properly, then then this won't work. Like if I don't, if I don't do the exercise for thirty minutes, if I don't do all of this, then I'm not worthy of the health. Then there's no way that this can happen. Like I was so stressed out, I still wasn't sleeping the best. 
because what was I doing before bed? I was stressing all the time. I was like, oh, I have to make sure that I have time to do yoga and I have to make sure I have time to do stretching and I have to make sure I have time for meditation and to read a book and to do this and that and the housework. I'm working on my business and blah, 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 and stressing that I have to be perfect. I have to make sure that I'm doing this every single night or this will not work, that I have to make sure I'm eating fermented foods every fucking morning, that I have to make sure I'm exercising and going really hard and doing all this and it was still from that you could hear me talking. Like that's how my mind was. I was coming from a place of stress that if I do not do this perfectly, it won't it won't work. And that's exactly what I got. It wasn't working. Not because I wasn't being perfect, because I was on paper. I was doing everything, quote unquote, as perfect as literally possible. But it was the intention that I was coming from that. I couldn't love myself until my bloating went away, until my skin got better, until I was always doing yoga and that nothing was ever good enough, that it wasn't good enough because it's not working, that I just still felt like crap because if I missed one day, because you know what? Life isn't just, it's not just cut and dry. It's not that every single day is going to be the exact same. Even if you have a routine, your routine is going to get thrown off sometimes because that is just what life is it gives you curveballs all the fucking time and it's great to have a structure but to be so rigid in your structure that you can't adapt when something else comes along it's not going to serve you long term yes you want some sort of logical structure but you also want to be able to have a little bit or a lot depending on who you are to be able to go with the flow and that is what i was missing i went from being so with the flow like too much to the totally other side where it was like I was only wanting structure. And I'm glad that I went on both extremes of poles. I'm glad that I was on both sides of the polarity, both extremes, because now I get to find that middle ground and something that I really like to talk about. And I would like to touch more on is one of our lessons being in the third dimension is going from polarities and being one extreme to the next to finding that middle ground and it's not in the middle like a line it's that triangle and so you have the one extreme you have the other extreme and then you have that middle up there that is the balance of both and the balance of both is going to look different for everybody like it doesn't have to be 50 50 of each side like maybe your balance is 40 60 but it's still that centerpiece on the triangle that's bringing your polarities into balance and that is what i really think third dimension is about is about finding all of these extreme polarities within you and creating triangles aka balance out of them so my balance was finally realizing that i needed to stop stop coming from a place of stress and that i have to do this perfectly in order to be healthy that if i fuck up one time i'll never be healthy that i'm not worthy of being healthy if i'm not being perfect like if i eat one quote-unquote bad food one time even though I've ate healthy 99% of the time that I'm unworthy of the health that my bacteria my gut bacteria will never heal and that's just not true that is not true because it's the stress that is doing the most damage to you you can be going to the gym you can be going to yoga pilates kickboxing whatever your form of exercise is plus taking your vitamins plus eating really healthy plus doing the shadow work and the journaling but if it is still coming from a place of stress and that you're not good enough that's the result you're going to get and so my bloating has significantly decreased for the first time in like 3 fucking years because I'm not caring so much anymore. And it doesn't mean that I don't care about my health, but I'm not being hyper vigilant about it anymore because that comes from a place of trauma. That comes from a place 
of an unhealed wound that if I'm not perfect, I'm not good enough. That if I don't do everything perfectly, I'm not worthy of divine health. And that's simply not true. I used to think that to be spiritual, you had to be perfect without realizing it, that you had to be absolutely clean, that you always had to be doing the yoga and the exercising, that you always had to be peaceful, that you always had to eat properly. But that is not human. Human is about making mistakes. Human is about messy, messy, messiness. Being human is a beautiful and a hard thing. And to me, spirituality is not discarding my human self, is not disowning what it's like to be human. My spirituality is honoring my human parts. And sometimes I want to eat chocolate. Sometimes I don't want to do the exercise. Sometimes I want to do really light exercise. Sometimes I just want to watch a movie before bed. And for a long time, I've been struggling with sleep because I'm still... I was still coming from a place of stress and I am dog sitting right now at someone else's house. Beautiful fucking plant room. It's amazing. Anyways, I decided to throw out all the rules this week. Instead of trying to bring all my habits here, I was like, what happens when I just care a little bit less, but still love myself and show myself that I will still (laughs) show myself that I'll show myself love even when I'm not being perfect. I want to really, really own the fact that sometimes I'm not going to be perfect, that sometimes I'm going to mess up, that sometimes I'm not going to be in the most perfect routine, but that I won't take love away from myself, that I am still worthy of this divine inner love, this divine inner peace, even when I'm not being quote unquote perfect. And so you know what? I let myself watch a movie before bed and have blue light before bed. And I had one of the best sleeps that I've had in a long time. And do you know why? Had nothing to do with the movie. It had to do with the lack of stress because I just wasn't worried about it. I realized that my worthiness, my worthiness of having a divine sleep and having divine health is not based on an external circumstance. It's based on internal alignment. And no, I don't want to watch TV before bed all the time, but I don't need to take love away from myself just because once in a while I do want to do that. And to me, that is the most balancing. That is the most spiritually balanced, accepting my human self thing is being able to go out of balance and still showing myself divine love. And it was such an incredible thing. And same with coffee. Like I've been pressuring myself to let go of coffee too because it increases bloating and it's not good for you. And I'm trying to regulate my nervous system. And again, all these really, really fast thoughts. But I was like, you know what? I actually really like coffee. I don't want it to be an addiction where I have to have it in the morning. And I haven't been like that for a very long time. But even in the afternoon, I don't want to feel like I have to have it. But I also don't want to restrict myself so much where I won't let myself ever have it. So I found balance. I'm not going to have it every day, but when I do want it, I'll let myself have it and not feel guilty. And it has been causing so much less problems for me. I'm craving it less because I'm not restricting myself so much. And it's like, oh, I can have coffee if I want. And sometimes it's like, oh, you know what? 
I thought I wanted it, but I don't, I don't actually, I'm good without it because there's not the pressure like, oh, I want it, but I can't have it. Don't think about it. Don't have it. Don't have it. Don't have it. Can't have it. Like, come on, Alexa, you're not worthy. You're not worthy of health. If you have it, you know that you have to be perfect. You know that you cannot have what you want. If you have this coffee, like I was like punishing myself, like I was doing fucking heroin or something. And cause that's, that's like an extreme. I brought that up cause that's like an extreme addiction, right? Like coffee versus heroin, like people beat themselves up for both. And it's just, that doesn't get us to the place that we actually want to be. But accepting our wants do. And it doesn't mean that we have to give in to our wants all the time, but accepting that they're there and then that's okay. And you know what? Scratch the heroin thing. I don't even know why I brought that up. That was, sorry. <laughs> I feel now that people are going to apply that to this, but I'm talking about coffee. And that, that's a totally different kind of addiction. So we're just going to scratch that. I absolutely said that. And I'm not going to take this out of the episode because... I really like to share my mess ups. I like to show people that, you know what? I fuck up what I'm saying all the time too. And it's not just you. We're humans. We learn from it. But anyways, I am actually seeing a decrease in my bloating by allowing myself to have coffee once in a while, by allowing myself to have the chocolate once in a while, by allowing myself not to be so restrictive that, you know what? I can eat healthy and then have a sauce with it. And no, it's not a homemade sauce. There might be some ingredients that aren't the best, but you know what? That's fucking okay. Because what I'm really seeing in the new age community and the spiritual community is this idea of having to be perfect. And in one way, I'm really glad people are waking up to how many ingredients are in our cleaning products, our hair care products, our body products, our food. What else is there? Literally our clothes, everything. There is so much toxic chemicals and absolutely everything. Also our soil, our water, our fish, our food, literally everything, our vegetables. Like it is terrible. But... I also know what it feels like to be so hyper-vigilant about all of it. What is that sound? I don't know what that sound is. Um, anyways, it's fine. <laughs> I know what it's like to be so hyper-vigilant that you start to have an ex existential crisis and just panic and anxiety and depression all the time because how do I live if everything, if the soil is poisoned, if all of our cleaning products, if even the organic stuff is bad for us, and how, how do we live? And I really like this idea, and I can't remember where I heard it, but that our body is way more resilient than we're giving ourselves credit. And it can be even more resilient when we're not stressed out all the time because that takes away our immune function. It takes away our body's ability to be resilient because then it's trying to overcome the stress it's trying to or it's in fight or flight and then it can't actually do the healing that it needs to internally and so my suggestion to, to you especially if you're on the beginning of the journey or this even just resonates with you if you were freaking out about the toxins and everything just take a deep breath and know that it's going to be okay that your body is so fucking resilient and the stress is going to harm you more than the toxins itself. And a really good example of this, there are a lot of cases of this, but this one specific story, and I can't remember what factory it's in, but there's these two people that are working in a factory with the same toxic chemicals. One ends up getting like cancer, the other doesn't. But they worked the same shift all the time. They're exposed to the same things. So why did one end up getting sick and the other didn't? And there's a lot of factors that can contribute to it. So this is more of a ph philosophical question to ponder, but two people can be in the same environment of toxic chemicals and only one of them gets sick. And it's the same with smoking. There's people who have never 
smoked in their life and they still got lung cancer. And there's some people who smoke their entire life till their deathbed and they only die of old age, not even being sick. So it's just things to consider. And I can't guarantee that both stories have to do with stress or not. But again, more of a philosophical uh, thing to ponder that it is the stress of something, the over, sorry, the overabundant stress, the over extreme stress, the over too much stress. I can't think of the exact word, but a little bit of stress on your body is good. That's exercise, but too much is not good. That's why, especially like for women, if you're exercising too much and not eating enough, or just even if you are eating enough, but too much exercise, you can lose your period. And it's because you're putting your body through way too much stress. And so that's the same thing with anything. If you're stressing out about the food that you're eating because of your microbiome in your gut, or you're stressing about the shampoo that you're going to use, you're stressing about all these things. That's going to do more harm to your body than the actual toxic chemicals in all of that stuff. But if you can reduce your stress, if you can come out of the fight or flight all the time, your body is way more resilient and it's way more able to handle the detoxification of those toxins. And that's a whole other topic that I will absolutely get into, but it kind of, it kind of circles back into what I was saying, like my bloating, my bloating, my skin issues. Yeah. It might've been from the stuff that I was eating a little bit, but the main source of all of that, the main source of my inflammation is not even what I'm putting into my body or what I'm doing in terms of like exercising or not and sleeping. It's the stress. It is the too much stress that is inflaming my body. The over hypervigilant worry about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. That stress of trying to be perfect is what's actually inflaming my body. And my body can handle so much more when I'm not in a state of stress, when I'm not in a state of fight or flight all the fucking time, I sleep better when I'm not so worried about, oh, am I being perfect? Am I going to have a good sleep? Like, did I do enough yoga to have a good sleep? Like, just constantly worrying, am I good enough? Is what I'm doing good enough? Because that's the underlying message. That was my underlying story. Is what I'm doing good enough? Is what I'm doing good enough? Is what I'm doing good enough? Oh no, like, what can I dress? How can I be better? How can I be better? Instead of just taking a breath and being like, you know what? I accept whether I did my best today. It's okay. I love myself. And that is getting me way farther in life. And that is healing me so much more than being so hyper fucking religion about every little thing. Because at the end of the day, that's where self-love really is. Because human life is messy. We're not going to be perfect all the time. And our shadow self all parts of ourself wants to know that we are lovable no matter what, even when we mess up. And accepting your human self, accepting your mistakes doesn't mean that you have to repeat them either. But you love yourself enough to be like, you know what? I'm not going to take away my love because I messed up. And a lot of us who've gone through childhood trauma experience that from caretakers, guardians, parents, that when we messed up, the love was taken away. We experienced the fact that when we messed up, we didn't get to receive that love anymore, that we weren't treated the same. We didn't receive that unconditional love. And so we, we weren't trained to give ourselves that unconditional love. And that's what it comes down to when you're being so, so, so over-focused on everything you're doing 
the story underneath that is actually I won't give myself love unless I'm doing everything perfectly. I won't let I won't give myself love unless I hit all of the check marks that my love is conditional, that I have to do X in order to receive love from myself. And it doesn't have to be this way. You can mess up and want to do better for yourself and still love the fuck out of yourself. You don't have to wait. You don't have to chase this dangling carrot that once I'm healed, once I'm better, once I have a better routine, once I'm this person that I've been dreaming of, I'll finally give myself love. No, you want to know how to get from X or from A to B way faster is through that self-love and not waiting until you're at B to give yourself that love. And I know it's really hard, especially in a society that literally profits off of us hating ourselves. And it's hard when you've fallen into the self-development trap of, oh, I'll be worthy once I heal more. Once I do more, I'll finally be worthy of that love. But you deserve love now. And I really, really want you to honor yourself today. I want you to look back and realize how fucking far you've come. Instead of looking at where you need to go right now, instead of focusing on, oh, I still have this to do. I still want to become this person. Just, just take a break. Just be in the present and realize how fucking far you've already come and give yourself some fucking love. Give yourself a hug. Give yourself a pat on the back. Give yourself some fucking appreciation. Because no matter who you are, I know you weren't where you used to be. Even if it's in a small way or a grand way, you deserve that love and appreciation and celebration from your damn self. You get to be your biggest hype man or hype woman. You get to be your best friend and your cheerleader. And the more you do that, the more you'll actually... the more you actually see your life changing really, really fast. When you focus on trying to go faster, it doesn't always work. But when you focus on that love, that will naturally make you change faster. Because when we come from a place of love, we change so much faster. But when we're trying to come from a place of hate, a place of I'm not good enough, it's just repeating that same cycle. And so, yeah, I'm really fucking happy that I'm doing the best that I have in a long fucking time. And it's not from being perfect. It's not from having the most perfect diet. It's not from having the most perfect exercise routine. It's not about having the most perfect shadow work practice or the perfect exercise. I think I already said that. But it's from loving myself even when I don't do the most perfect thing or the best thing for myself. And then that takes so much pressure off of me and I'm able to have so much more energy to actually do the things that are good for me. And then when I don't, I still get to show myself love. Because sometimes, sometimes I don't want to be perfect. Most of the time, I don't want to be perfect. That's a trauma response. Perfectionism is a way to manipulate and control things because that's how your brain was taught to feel safe. That, oh, if I'm not perfect, they won't abuse me. Or if I'm perfect, they won't abuse me. There's nothing that they'll be able to do because I'll just show up perfectly. And, yeah. I feel like I might end it here. I feel like that was pretty good, but you're not alone. Sorry, that was a really long pause. I had so much that just went through my mind there. (laughs) You're not alone if you're not perfect because no one actually is perfect. No matter what you're seeing on social media, no matter what business is showing you, the most successful people, like truly successful and not just in terms of material wealth, but like in terms of soul wealth in terms of 
spiritual connection to themselves and others those people honor their mistakes they honor that they're messy and they make so many fuck-ups and that they can learn from it the most successful people in terms of love for themselves really really know that it's okay to make mistakes and that they're not the only ones and so that's part of learning that's part of growing is making those mistakes and if you can't show yourself love through that it's going to be a really really tough ride whether you're trying to better yourself create a business no matter what you're doing even learning a sport if you don't know how to be your biggest cheerleader even when you mess up it's going to be really hard so i really encourage you to practice that deep self-love even when you fuck up especially when you fuck up show yourself some motherfucking love be like you know what i really don't like that i just did that i don't like that i just treated that person like crap i don't like that i just played one of the worst games that i have in a long time in soccer whatever it is be like you know what that's okay. I still love myself. I have the awareness that I messed up, which means that I also have the capacity to do something about it. And I'm not going to let this be the reason that I take away love for myself. I love myself enough to realize I made a mistake and that I want to do better. So yeah, I hope that you guys found some motherfucking gold in this episode. I love you guys so much. Oh my God, there are big things happening with my podcast. I get to be on someone else's podcast. I'm so excited. I'll be announcing who that is probably after I actually record the episode, but I met with them today and it was so fucking awesome. And I just felt like I was on such the same wavelength as these guys. It was fucking incredible. And what was even more incredible is that literally like a week, maybe two weeks before it, I was like, you know what? I want to be on someone else's podcast. I always invite people on my podcast, but one of the ways that I really want to expand the You're Not Fucked podcast and myself is to be on someone else's and for them to invite me and literally like a week or two weeks later i think it was only a week these guys reached out to me and they're like hey my wife sent your podcast over to me we really like what we're talking you're talking about i feel like we're on the same like they didn't say wavelength but basically um we want to have you on and i was like no fucking way that's so awesome i literally just put that out into the universe that i wanted that so I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the expansion of my own experience and also this podcast. And it just reminded me to keep going. It reminded me of all the people, you guys, who have messaged me and thanked me for certain podcast episodes or for showing up and sharing my story. Because honestly, I still have that part of me that's like, oh, who would listen to you, Alexa? You don't know anything. Really, you're going to share your story? Do you just want attention? And it takes almost everything I got to overcome it and to continue to post. And I'm really, really, really thankful that I'm still going forward. And I'm so thankful that I get to help people. I'm so fucking thankful that you guys reach out to me and tell me that I help you guys because it just reaffirms what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Because I want to help people like the way that others have helped me by sharing their fucking story. So please, if you ever have an inkling to reach out to me, please do. It really, really helps relight that fuel in me when the self-doubts get too loud. And just know that if you're on a path of trying to go after your passion and your dreams, it's okay to have doubts. It's going to happen. But keep going anyways. All right. I love you guys. Have a lovely rest of your day. All right. Let's get the legal shit out of the way. My podcast is for entertainment purposes only. It does not substitute advice from a mental health professional 
or a medical professional. If you are suffering from a physical or mental illness, please consult with a doctor. It doesn't rain forever, nor is a pendulum's movement a straight line. Seasons change, pendulums swing, waves rise and fall. The point being is that the only consistency in life is change itself. So grab your surfboard and let's learn to ride this motherfucking wave together. Let's learn to radically fucking love ourselves, rain or shine, baby. This is our fucking life and it's time to take it back.